It's 2022, which means it's a renewal year and you need CEUs. 30 if you're in South Carolina, and three of those have to be on ethics, jurisprudence, and whatever else goes in that category. Look, the year's going by fast, and you can knock out all those requirements with a MedBridge subscription, and you can get 40% off with the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD. I have a friend named Shelly, and she's a little lazy. Her words, not mine. She hasn't done any Con Ed over the past year and a half until she got her subscription set up. And what she does is she just puts modules on her phone while she watches 90 Day Fiance. Great show, by the way. Is she learning anything? No. But is she getting the local governing bodies off her bat? Yes. Your subscription also includes NSCA credits, OCS certification prep courses, patient education, home exercise programs, EMR integration. There's tons and tons of resources. Again, use the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD to get 40% off your individual subscription. That's the best price that MedBridge offers, okay? Only the best for our listeners. Now enjoy the episode. Let's see if I can do this here. All right, hold on. Yeah. Brandon, you're the best boss around. Oh, Brandon, not another in town. Oh, Brandon, today is your B-Day. Oh, wait, no, it was yesterday. We want to say that we are sorry for missing your special day. We hope you forgive us for our honest mistake. Here is a belated birthday cake. Happy birthday. Oh, wait. Happy belated birthday. Welcome back, everybody, to a collab episode today. We got the Goal Set Mindset podcast, and we also got the guys from the Better Faster podcast here today. Brandon and Josh, thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on ours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah this is awesome. I'm super excited. We're recording this live in Casey, yeah. South Carolina. Oh, God's country. Mm. First time in South Carolina, and I am loving it. So thanks yeah. for having me How here, How you dealing with the heat? Uh, it's, it's been a hot week, it's too. It's tough. It's been triple digits. Mm-hmm. Um, Amy's got me working out in the garage and at mm-hmm. lunchtime, and uh, <laughs> is testing me. I was saying I'm probably going to go home a few pounds lighter, and Mom's going to think I didn't get fed here. Yeah, we, mm. didn't, we didn't tell you had a built-in <laughs> sauna. Yeah, exactly. It's a little rough. And this, it's been mild, I feel like, until this week, or last week yeah. and this week. I saw 106 on the forecast for next week. Oh, man. I, yeah. yeah, it's rough. Hey, it's rough. So a warm welcome is what they like exactly. to say. There right? you go. Exactly. Literally. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But um, guys, before we dive in, I'd love if you could both just give a brief introduction about yourselves, who you are, um, and then I'll do the same. All right. Hello. Uh, my name is Josh Jeffrey. I'm a PT here at Vertex PT. Uh, owning Vertex with Brandon over here. Um, been a PT for a few years now, hard to believe. Um, but uh, we also have a gym. And so that's kind of my day to day, seeing patients, coaching some clients and uh, uh, lucky to do it with a pretty great cast of characters here at Vertex. Yeah, I'm, I'm Brandon Vaughn. I am the founder of Vertex and one of the owners. And yeah, we uh, just I feel like we're wearing a lot of hats these days, right? Mm-hmm. Between doing this podcast and you know running, treating patients, and the, the gym aspect, but it's a lot of fun. You know, I feel like I'm moving a million miles an hour, and that's what honestly keeps me invested in the whole yeah. thing. You know, I, I do better when I'm busy, basically. Yeah. when and the house is on fire and all the parts are moving. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. And we've had a podcast ourselves. For your listeners, who may not know that for. Uh, 
Wow, when did we start this podcast? 2016? Yeah, 2017. 17, maybe? 17. 17. 17. Yeah, we talked about it in 2016. Like, we should start a podcast. Okay. Yeah, we should start a podcast. Like, and then it kind of just sat there. And I, one day I was on a rotation with you and I wrote out like 100 different topics and then we still didn't start. Right. And then finally we kicked off and we were every day, every week for couple of years. We had a perfect attendance. Perfect attendance yeah, for two years. I'm still going yeah. on perfect attendance so far, but uh, I we, haven't hit my one year mark. We have, yet, sl- so. we, have uh, we have slow. We took we had a few different hiatuses. And but now it's a little it's semi regular now. Semi regular yeah. for our listeners. And our listeners, sorry about those hiatuses <laughs> <laughs> this one. No, it's awesome. I mean so I first found out about you guys through your podcast back in twenty nineteen. Thank it you for the, listening. The, yeah, yeah. And it was it was the first time that I had heard of this kind of gym plus PT model going on. And at the time I was an exercise science student, didn't even start PT yet. And I was just like, that's awesome. That's what I want to do. So I bought your sticker. I'm going to show you real quick. Oh, yes. Big fan. It's been on my yes. laptop literally there it for three what years. What an honor. That's awesome. made it all the way up to New York City. There yeah. we go. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, for real. I'm always repping. And uh, no, you guys are just awesome. So I'd love if you really quick could just talk about kind of this model that you have at Vertex, um, what it is exactly that you do here and what you provide. Mm-hmm. Well, first, can we get an intro of you for our listeners? Oh, 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 yeah, 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 just a little you're bit. Like, so, our listeners, voice? yeah, yeah. yeah if you're listening, cool. our right. I forgot. I, I, was I forgot. I'm not, just, yeah. I'm not just running the show as yeah. usual. Um, yeah. So, I'm Julie Brill. I just graduated physical therapy school from the University of Scranton, literally last week, which is super cool. Congratulations! Thank yeah, you so much. Congrats. Officially a doctor. Yeah, yeah. yeah doctor nice. Julie. That's yeah. Awesome. I can't believe it's here. Um, did all seven years of my schooling at Scranton, originally from just outside of New York City. Um, got my certified strength and conditioning specialist a couple years back. And since then, I've just been doing everything I can to immerse myself in this physical therapy performance realm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just such a nerd about all things human performance. So you guys are awesome to hang out with and learn from. Um, I'm trying not to yeah. think about the office when you say screen. I know. It's like a statue of Michael Scott. In the, yeah. there, there are Dunder Mifflin signs scattered throughout the city. <laughs> there, so. have to be. there have to be. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so just tell me a little bit about Vertex and what exactly it is that you guys do here. Yeah, so so I think I, I, I'd like to say that we're the best in the world, first off. And Boom. what makes us different, honestly, from a lot of our competitors is that we're, we're one-on-one for an hour, all doctors of physical therapy. And I think very much the status quo is still higher volume, right? Moderate volume, high, high volume, that sort of thing as well, too. But, you know, to be honest with you, I think it's, it's, it's just the people we have. You know, we, we have a lot of rock stars and rock stars attract more rock stars. And it just has this huge ripple effect. And um, it's just it's just a fun environment, you know, to try to keep it enjoyable, motivational, just fun for the patients, that sort of thing. And so, therefore, we – I know this is going to be top of the episode. And, therefore, we do get a lot of direct access, right, uh-huh. from our word-of-mouth referrals go. because mm-hmm. we tend to put – most of our time and our inner efforts into the actual patients and not so much the, the traditional physician referral sources, right? So how many lunches have I had with physicians? Zero. Yeah, I've, I've, nev- I've never actually been on physician. <laughs> right. Not well, saying not, uh, not saying yeah, not saying not saying not saying not saying not saying not the like Brian mentioned, the key for us is is the patient. So that's everything from you know our interactions in clinic, but also our our marketing and every you know our social media and you know everything geared for us is, is to the patient, and that has helped us really 
you know, develop uh, enough rapport with the community where we do get a ton of direct access, but also a lot of people, I mean, we're not in network with everybody. And so that's another interesting aspect about our businesses. We're only in network with uh, certain, you know, uh, payer sources. So we have our, our Medicare, TRICARE, federal payers, and then the blues, but we're not in network with a lot of other insurances. And so working to develop that relationship and to demonstrate that value allows us to have people actually go and pay self-pay if we're not in network because mm-hmm. they still want to see us. And so that's been really, really cool to try to see how, you know, creating that value and being able to demonstrate that value has led to people who have insurance being like, no, I still want to go over there. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, that's what sets you guys apart tremendously. And one of the reasons why I look up to Vertex so much and I'm so motivated to find myself in an environment like this, because it really is the best of both worlds. I mean, you guys do it all here. My first day walking in, I saw a, you know, 16 year old ACL, um, person with Mara and then like an hour later I'm seeing like an 85 year old lifting up heavy kettlebells and I'm like heck yeah yeah. it's fun so it's awesome like because you have this hybrid model and of course um you have this performance aspect performance mindset in terms of all of your training background um I think it's just such a special service that you provide and it really shows when your patients walk in the door and they they feel like home when they're here you know Mm -hmm. one thing that I've seen on my clinicals is that Patients walk into a PT clinic and immediately act like and feel like they're in a medical place. You know, they're in a doctor's office and the feel here is very different. So I really do applaud you guys for that. Thank you. That's why we got the turf, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Purely for the aesthetic so it doesn't feel so sterile, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. Breaks up a little bit. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, But Brandon, you mentioned about direct access and that's really kind of the main thing I want to dive into today that I have seen in other clinics, um, but I love how much it seems like it's utilized here. And so I'd love for you guys to just kind of dive into like, what is direct access and how often is it utilized here at Vertex? So uh, direct access, what that refers to is when a person can come see you right off the street, right? So they can come walk in, schedule an appointment without a physician's referral. Now, uh, in, in South, that varies state to state, right? In South Carolina, we have 30 day direct access. So it's not the best, but it's also not the worst, mm-hmm. right? There are some states that, some, yep. that only allow you to do an evaluation. What's New York's policy? Surprisingly, well, New York's right there with South Carolina. There's a lot of things we can't do in New York inside the clinic, outside the clinic, but we do have direct access for 30 days. Gotcha. Yeah. There we go. So, uh, so, and, and so basically, uh, it's kind of, it's, honestly, it's kind of a stupid, outdated law. I think we should have unlimited direct access, mm-hmm. but it's not such a hard system to navigate. And I guess we can talk about, you know, how that works and that sort of thing too. But the other thing we need, the other disclaimer we got to put out there too is that, uh, our, some of our payers are federal, like Josh mentioned, mm-hmm. the TRICARE military, the, the Medicare, the geriatric population. Federal payers do require referrals, right? Correct. So, gotcha. yes. so that's you kind of, you kind of learn as you go. Uh, people that do need those referrals, you know, let's take the person who is coming to see you during that initial 30-day window. Once they hit day 30 and then they have to have a prescription, a lot of times it's really easy just for them to make a phone call or shoot a quick note to like, their patient portal if they're affiliated with somebody in the hospital clinic. Um, you know, I, I tell them that, do you just get me a script from anybody, any physician, physician assistant, nurse practitioner, doctor of osteopathy? It's, it can be a friend or a family member or another state. I just need to have something to chart just to keep me legal. And the other thing, too, is as long as there's not a specific date range on that, they're good for a year from the date they're written. So um, it's not too bad. And again, it's one of those things you kind of learn to navigate as you go. Now, that doesn't work out for everybody because sometimes their physicians do want them to actually come in and make an appointment. But I would say that's pretty, pretty few and far between. Yeah. The, uh, the, and so the other thing you, you would ask me about, like, you know, what percentage it's, it's, it's a high percentage. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's prop. It's honestly about 70, 75%. Yeah. Really? Access. Say it's well over half. And direct access meaning right word of mouth, which is yeah, yeah, tremendous. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I, do, and I do think that you just, I'm just, a lot of things are kind of coming to my yeah. mind right now too. Just the, the whole, 
that that's another stat I'm proud of, right? Having mostly direct access because that that's all just sort of interwoven into you know who we are and our and our core values about you know taking pride in what we do and you know the golden rule treat others the way that you want to be treated, treat others the way that you want your family treated, and also to have fun while you do it because your patients, when you hit a home run with them, they're your walking billboard, mm-hmm. right? They're going to tell yep. other patients to come in, and that's what we rely upon is that word-of-mouth referral. And so, therefore, they tend to use that direct access to kind of cut out the middleman, not have to you know, waste any money on an unnecessary doctor's visit, unnecessary imaging, things like that, when they can just come straight to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. And I'm glad that you mentioned just the word-of-mouth thing and walking billboards because I think there's a lot of people out there who – have a friend or a family member who had a really good PT experience and maybe a really poor PT experience. Sure. Um, and a lot of people kind of see a lot of barriers to getting to PT. A lot of people think, I got to go see my doctor or I got to go get an MRI mm-hmm. first. And in most places, you don't have to do that. So I'm happy to discuss this of just spreading that awareness to people who think that they could use PT to, if you have direct access in your state, to go take advantage of that and see PT first. For you know? sure. Yeah. And I, and I, I, I think I'm one of the biggest critics of our profession because the reason why patients don't know about direct access is because we are terrible as a profession uh, about putting the word out mm-hmm. and marketing that specific aspect. Sure. And so I think it's the podcast, right? Podcast world is, is just growing, growing, growing. More people are listening every month. And so, you know, I think it's a good way to put that information out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'd like to ask you guys too, just in terms of direct access, we'll start first with, in your opinions, what is the advantage to seeing a physical therapist before another healthcare provider? For the patient, um, yeah. I would say there are the first advantage probably is cost. Uh, mm-hmm. Number one, uh, typically it can save you a ton of money when you think about uh, unnecessary imaging or multiple visits, that kind of thing, which ultimately like might in, lead you to being in PT at the same time at the end uh, of all that uh, unnecessary work. Um, but also from just a time perspective. Like I mentioned, all of that imaging and those visits might most likely will end you in, you'll end up in PT anyway. And so if we can get that started right away, we can get you feeling a whole lot better, a whole lot faster. Hence the name of our podcast. But so those are the first two benefits there um, is it, it's most likely going to be cheaper and you're going to be able to get care right away mm-hmm. um, versus having to go see all these different people to finally get back into PT anyway. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, we also got to face facts, too. Surgery, drugs, and imaging, while they serve a purpose, they're still very overutilized. Yep. I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's still very much an opioid crisis that has kind of fallen into the, like the back of the news cycle. But that's still very much alive in this in this yep, country. And sure. It's getting worse, right? You hear about you know how we'll talk about another episode, but it's not good right mm-hmm. right now. And so, um, yeah, you know, you, you cut out the middleman. Now, the other aspect of that too is that a lot of times we can serve as gatekeepers to refer patients out to the right person when needed. Uh, you know, for example, you know, we've, you know, we see a lot of runners in here. Mm-hmm. We've seen multiple stress fracture type situations. And, you know, a lot of times it's, it's really easy for us just to text the ortho and be like, Hey, can you get my man in for an appointment, get him an MRI yeah. for, cause I'm spitting a formal neck stress fracture or something like that. And they can get in that same day, that kind of thing. The other thing too, is always encourage patients just to, just to give me a call or shoot me an email if they're not sure if they need to come in. Cause it is not hard to walk a patient through auto ankle rules over the mm-hmm. phone and be like, okay, yeah. well, you don't need to come see me. Let's yeah. go get this thing x-rayed first and then we'll figure out how to make an appointment, that sort of thing. I mean, that's one of the benefits of us also being low volume is we can always carve out some time to you know hop on the phone for five, 10 minutes and do those kind of things. Yep. That's awesome. And that was actually another question of mine is, have you had situations with patients? So, you know, one of the things that's challenging as a clinician with direct access is somebody walks off the street and you're the first one to see them. You're the first one to figure things out. Um, so if you had situations where you've 
sense a patient to a physician like immediately after seeing them that first time? Yeah, a lot of times. There's uh, We actually just did an episode, another shameless plug, just did an episode with a couple really unique ones talking about um, Thomas found uh, basically basically. Uh, it was an auditory tumor. Yeah, it was, it was uh, a yeah, brain tumor. Yeah, brain tumor um, wow. for a vestibular patient where uh, Brandon had femoral neck stress fracture that was a, was actually a stress fracture, and, and it was good that he sent him out right away, but it was a runner that had pain with running, if yeah. I remember correctly. And and so there, there are a lot of times where this happens. And, and Amy, Amy, I know, has sent several people that have come in, and the silent killer had just extremely high blood yeah, had yeah, extremely sure. high, high blood pressure and, you know, refer them out so they can get that under control before they actually start physical therapy. I mean, that's, you know, essentially a ticking time bomb. That's a walking stroke in process, right? Yeah. So, there's a lot of happens. cases like that. For yeah, sure. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, would, I mean, it's not every single day you get somebody like that, but it, it does happen frequently enough that you always have mm-hmm. to be on top of your thing. Yeah. On, on top and, of and, you know, that's, I mean, the cynical side of me would say the reason why we got our DPTs is to compete with the chiropractors, but the academic <laughs> side, you know, because I know you just graduated, would say that that is the reason why I get our DPTs so we can screen for the big nasties like that, the fractures and uh-huh. the cancers and the right. hypertifts of episodes and things like that, too, mm-hmm. and know what to do with those particular cases as yeah, well. Yeah, definitely. And like you guys mentioned, I mean, your clinic is um, unique with the low-volume perspective, which is just absolutely awesome and definitely something that I'm kind of going to hold myself to a high standard for now. Yeah. Um, but that being said, I mean, you think about people when they try to schedule an ortho appointment it could take them six weeks eight weeks Mm -hmm. to even see the doctor so if they can get in with a physical therapist sooner even just for the purpose of let's rule out anything crazy that's going on and if there is something serious they're more likely to get in sooner if a pt calls up the doc and says hey man i found this you know they got to be seen at least you would think so um Mm -hmm. so that's really cool that that's you know something that would at least give people peace of mind um but then also from a from a treatment perspective like there's probably a lot of value in seeing a person direct access because they're able to address the problem sooner mm-hmm. rather than, oh, this problem started eight weeks ago. I couldn't get in to see my doc and now it's a whole lot worse. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. I mean, ideally, yeah. the so- you know, a lot of things, the, the sooner you can get on top of it, the better the outcome's going to be. And so the uh, if we can get the or also too, like Brandon mentioned, you know, it, the sooner we can get on top of it, it might not get to a point where they feel like they need to self-medicate or other things along those lines. So it's like there's a ton of benefit to getting that person in as soon as possible for care. Yeah. What's well, like the, the, the highest diagnosis, the, this research in the PC world is like acute mechanical low back pain, right? You know, mm-hmm. if they get in within the first Which three days. Which doesn't actually that, mean anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You just, but it speeds up the, 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 the whole outcome process, mm-hmm. yeah, right? For that sure. kind of thing and just getting them over their fear of movement because everything hurts in that case. Yeah. And, and that's another thing I'd say too, is like when you think about, okay, I'm having this musculoskeletal issue. Maybe it's back pain. Maybe it's shoulder pain. Maybe I'm, my knee hurts when I'm in the gym. If you go to a doctor, just based on what they do, based on what doctors are trained for, you're more likely to get maybe medication, maybe a shot, maybe a referral to a surgeon. Whereas with a physical therapist, you're not going to get those things because number one, we can't give them to you. But number two, like movement is our medicine, you know? Mm -hmm. So I also just think about like, hopefully people would take that approach of, you know what? Like I would so much rather be able to solve this with movement and exercise. Of course, not everybody has that mindset, but you just think about, like you said, not only from a cost perspective, but how many people are getting these MRIs and it's scaring the crap out of them. When in reality, you guys have probably seen firsthand, like more than me, 
how much images don't necessarily line up to what's being presented within the clinic, right? For sure. For sure. And, you know, it's, we're all, you know, we're all hammers and we look at everything as a nail, right? We want to use our skill set to help someone. And a surgeon's skill set might be surgery. You know, physicians, like you mentioned, they have the ability to prescribe medication or to perform imaging. So we all, in, in my mind, I like to think everyone has the best interest of the patient in mind that they want them to feel better. But our skill sets are just a little bit different. And so we're going to utilize our skills when they come see us. And oftentimes, our, I like to think that our skill set can help them avoid some of those other things that, that we already talked about. So um, you're, you're, you're right. It's If we can avoid having to get an image or something like that, the better because we know that that's just a snapshot right now. What's on that image could be 20 years old for all we know, and it could be not related at all in, in, you know, to what's going on. And we, there's no... There, there's no saying that that is definitely the symptom generator. And so um, it's tough when you have somebody comes in that's already had either that imaging or been told something by a physician. And now that they're perseverating on that, that just makes our job even harder. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, you know, I, you know, I recognize my, my status on the totem pole too. The general population is going to respect that physician's opinion more than mine mm-hmm. nine times out of 10. And I, and I get it and that sort of thing. And so, you know, when you can intercept that person at the right time, that's going to be a huge win for you. And the other factor, too, just it's, we've alluded to is the time aspect. I, I don't know the current stat, but the last time I checked, the average amount of time a patient spends with their physician in America is six minutes. So if that still mm-hmm. holds true, it's probably, it's probably less than that at this point because I think the last time I looked at that setup was like in 2018. Mm-hmm. We spend 10 times, literally 10 times more time with our patients. Every too. visit. So every, every, every visit, right? Yeah. So you're going to be able to you know, peel back the layers of the onion a little bit more and kind of get to know people on more of a deeper level and that sort of thing. And probably, I would think, less likely to miss stuff as well, too. I just don't know how you can be thorough right. for any type of exam, even if you're just checking one system, that being musculoskeletal, in six minutes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so true. And another thing that I've noticed, especially that you guys here at Vertex are so awesome at, Um, over the course of the last week is this ability to kind of work around a person's injury or ailment ailment and be able to still get them to complete activities that they enjoy if possible, or at least be able to maintain some level of fitness or um, improve other aspects of their performance, even in the face of knee pain or shoulder pain or whatever it may be. Um, And I think a lot of that comes from the amount of time that you get to spend with your patients. But I'd love if you guys could just talk a little bit about, and this is kind of like off of direct access, but What's kind of your your mindset and your strategies with helping a person stay in their activity as much as they can while still respecting whatever their injury or, you know, irritation is? Yeah, uh, that is, you know, I think should be a core principle of kind of what we're doing. You know, it's it's we can get so laser focused on the particular ailment the person comes in with, but, but realistically, you know, we do want to keep the whole picture in mind and that involves, you know, number one, if we can keep them moving, if they already are moving or if they are not moving, how do we find ways to introduce movement to that person? And so, um, you're going to be, I feel like you're going to get a whole lot more buy-in. Um, I feel like we do get a whole lot more buy-in when you're trying to keep that person doing the activity they love as close to the way they'd like to be doing it as possible. Um, so like the last thing that's going to, if I, if I, the surefire way of me not getting somebody to come back is to tell my CrossFitter with knee pain to not go back to CrossFit, right? Or not go back to class, right? Uh, but they get that from some of their medical providers. That it, I'm going to have so much more success in buying from that person if I can find a way to allow them to still go back and do CrossFit in that example, but find a way in which I can still get what I want from their rehab of the, of the knee specifically, whatever it might be. So modifying the potential movements that they're doing so they can still perform 
you know, other tasks with it, things that don't hurt, keep going, things that do aggravate, we're going to move modify it in this way to keep them doing that. Um, it, it's going to be great from a mindset perspective for that person. It's going to be great from a buy-in perspective, getting them to want to do things for me. Um, and also, too, and when I look at that person, you know, as a whole, it's super important that they stay moving, right? Mm-hmm. I, I love our buddy Mitch's quotes, like, seven out of ten people aren't dying from, you know, mechanical shoulder pain or musculoskeletal pain, right? They're, we're dying from chronic diseases. And, and so, you know, the last thing I want to do is tell somebody who has a, a routine to stop that routine. That's the hardest thing is getting somebody to do that. So um, for, for us, we're going to try to keep them moving as close to what they were doing before as possible and then modify accordingly and then maybe do some specific things for that ailment. We'll kind of keep that whole picture in mind. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's to their benefit. We did an episode years ago training yeah. around injuries. I mean, yeah. Because I think we forget that we, we, forget, we don't just influence the musculoskeletal system. I mean, mm-hmm. nervous system, right, that governs everything. But, you know, cardiovascular system, somebody come off of a surgery or a fresh injury, that's going to be vital that we keep that in check, and that's going to help decrease that whole systemic inflammatory process that can sometimes occur. Endocrine system, right? You know, bros, mm-hmm. we like to increase our growth hormone testosterone. So you got a bump shoulder and a sling. Let's figure out ways to train those legs. That's going to help heal that shoulder. Psychological system, gosh, we're at least training. We're in the gym. That's going to keep mm-hmm. them going crazy, right? And then uh, I think from a marketing perspective, that's, that's how I built my business. And at first was just letting the local coaches, strength coaches, patients know I was on their side. I, hey, I know this person got hurt. Your members are occasionally going to get hurt. It's life. It happens. But I'm going to show them how to train around the injury so that way they don't have to put their membership on hold. You get to continue to make your money. I make money. They get to continue to train and stay healthy. Everybody wins, right? So there's a lot of benefits to that. For sure. That keeps those, that, that actually helps you from a referral standpoint a lot more than you probably think because there are a lot of coaches who probably are hesitant to send people out because they are worried if I send that person out, they might not come back, right? Mm-hmm. And for, for us, you know, PTs are probably the same way in terms of referring to physicians. And I bet there's some out there that think, oh, if I send this person out, they might not come back. But I, I think if you can demonstrate your value to that, those coaches that, you know, you are going to keep them moving, um, they are more likely to send them to you because they know you're not trying to keep that person from that activity. You're actually going to be kind of an ally in that in that instance. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same thing from referrals back to our referrals to physicians. Um, there's nothing that builds a better alliance with a patient than a proper referral there. And they're going to appreciate that. And they're going to realize that you actually heard them when they were talking and you were listening and you were being thorough. And it led you to want to make sure a better safe than sorry scenario, at least. Um, and when they come back in, even if it wasn't what you thought it was, they're most likely still going to come back and they're going to appreciate that you took that time and tried to do that. So um, that, that I think that's going back to a question or two, but um, it is it is super important to keep these people moving as much as we can. Yeah, that's awesome. And I mean, I knew that you guys were going to say something along those lines and that's just totally speaking my love language. And like when it comes to PTs, I mean, I think there's a lot of us out there who would like to keep people moving. There's definitely some PTs who give that same answer and are like, hey, man, you got to just stop running or you got to just stop doing this. Um but definitely being able to just understand that there is always something that, you know, we can be doing um, to keep our bodies moving, I think is is definitely really crucial um, and hopefully would make people choose to go to a PT over a physician for that reason. Now, one thing that's coming to mind when I think about that that I've run into um, on my clinical experiences is somebody's coming in with shoulder pain and I decide to try to do anything with the legs. Mm-hmm. It's like, hold up. Their script says shoulder. We got to work on shoulder only. Now, and I understand you guys work with insurances. It's not like we're going to go totally focus on the knees. But what's kind of your philosophy and your approach? How do you justify 
maybe somebody who's in CrossFit, they're coming for their shoulder, but are you still going to do some conditioning or some exercises that involve potentially other body parts? When in doubt, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 when in doubt, anatomy trains. Yeah, so when in doubt, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the answer to that is, is sure. Like the most, you can you can make any argument you want, or you can show plenty of literature to show that generalized exercise is as effective as specific exercise, and that all you know cardiovascular exercise and easy aerobic work is wonderful for pain and, and the systemic effects of that. So you could you know you can put a mixed modal piece together that involves other limbs or other body parts and and you're essentially what you're driving there is more of the cardiovascular or aerobic and systemic benefits there so yeah you're training the legs but in terms of what i'm doing for that shoulder that is still relevant for the shoulder so i think there's there's plenty of ways that you can still do that. and you never yeah. run into issues with like insurances I, of like oh why are they doing squats or i have, have. Yeah. Okay. yeah so early, early, early in my career it was with uh, it was my first job it was with a workers comp company and I had a patient I was seeing for, I believe, a shoulder. I'm old. It's been like a decade ago. But, <laughs> but I was seeing for a shoulder, and I had this person doing some lower body exercises. And it was for those stomach effects like we've, we've talked mm-hmm. about. Uh, but anyways, I, I got a call from the case manager, and she was asking me, you know, what's going on? Why are you doing this? And so I gave her an explanation about systemic effects, blah, blah didn't work. So I pulled out the old anatomy trains picture and I started throwing out big words about fascia, mechanoreceptor, stuff like that. And eventually I just kept talking. He said, okay, 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 that's fine. And I was like, I was like, you know what? I could, I could have been an attorney. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. when, in doubt, Mr. <laughs> when in doubt, the big toe is connected to the ear. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Yeah. Everybody yeah. knows your big toe, your big toe influences your ear. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. That's awesome guys. Well, so much great info. I do. I want to respect your time and kind of wrap things up here a little bit um but just want to well i want to ask you is there anything else you guys want to add kind of on the topic of direct access or what you do here at vertex oh you know i think one thing too i wanted to also mention at the beginning when josh was talking about who all were in network with i do recognize and empathize at for clinicians in other states your blues might pay half as much as our blues pay. So this model doesn't work right, yeah, in every for sure, single for state. Sure. Right. It right. won't work in New York very right. well, at least. There, there, are, there are states, I know in Alabama, that their blues pay a lot more than our blues pay, for example. And so anyways, it's, it's state to state, that kind of thing. Anybody wants to reach out, I'm happy to talk to you about how to navigate that process if you want to try to mimic this model, because I know that's... One of my rules when you see somebody that has success and does something that you want to do, just copy it. You know, that tends to work. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you can reach out to me, um, you know, on Instagram, usually at, at BB the PT. Best um, handle in the game. That's been the handle for a long time. Yeah, it's been a good one. Hey, yeah. don't need to change it. I know, I need to change my name so I have a cool little rhyming thing going on. But. <laughs> Josh hits dingers. Josh hits dingers, yeah, yeah stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> my name's Big Al. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know anything else direct access wise. Um, no, I think it does. It do, if you if you're going to be in a state that has direct access and you want to kind of foster that and build and build that part of, of your practice, it, you really do need to stay on top of your primary care type things. So being super knowledgeable around you know signs and symptoms of uh, you know somebody that's in in some type of you know, crisis, a hypertensive crisis or anything like that, and be able to really understand what the presentation might be for 
your common fractures or other things. You, you want to make sure you're on top of that stuff because what you don't want to have happen is while direct access is great, it still comes with a lot of responsibility. Mm -hmm. um, and so you don't want to miss those things if it was something that you, we should have caught. Um, and so uh, it's just making sure that if that is something that's going to be part of your practice is is not neglecting that part because everybody wants to learn the cool manipulation or study, you know, exercise prescription and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, you still need to know, you know, your blood pressure ranges, your you know, the, the basics, right? Just right. be really good at those things too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. Thank you for adding that. Yeah. Um, now, I want to hit you guys with final question. All mm -hmm. my guests get here on the podcast, okay. on the Goal Set Mindset podcast. Um, we're centered around setting goals and achieving them with passion, perseverance, and performance. So I'd like for both of you to tell me what is a personal goal that you have <laughs> and how are you working towards it right now? Uh, my, my personal goal is to be a spectator at Josh's Ironman this year. That <laughs> that's that's a bunch of shit right there. <laughs> yeah, I knew you were going to turn around. I'm not doing an Ironman this year. Um, <laughs> come up with something better than that. I have listened to your I, I, enjoy, I love your podcast. I knew this was coming. Yes. So, uh, but I, you know, I really, I don't want to say I'm a goalless person because I, I recognize the importance of setting goals and metrics and things like that. However, I really want to try to get better at just being in the moment. I've, I've never been a stop and smell the roses kind of person. I always feel like I'm moving a million freaking miles an hour and, and you know, always looking for the next big thing and sometimes just making one up, right? And you get bored and that sort of thing. But I just had a vacation. And first time in my whole career, I actually turned on my vacation thing. Yeah, uh, I know. I sent an email yeah, yeah, yeah. to you thinking, and, and, and I got a freaking, like, out, like a, I'm away from the officer block. Yeah. I've never seen yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, whoa, all right. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like I, I had my phone, like, hidden away in another room and stuff like that. Like, no TV. It was, I, I realized, like, it's the first time I've actually unplugged in, like, over 10 years. Hey, and and so, you've got a beautiful yeah. family, Thank beautiful you. children, Thank beautiful you. wife. Like, you've got to do that. So, yeah. I'm, I want to do more of that. I want to, like, yeah. I want to try to be present and just try not to, you know, be thinking about all kinds of like other shit yeah. going on hey, setting goals kind of and having and a growth mindset is self-care and living in the moment yeah, and yeah. mindfulness and all that is just as important but that's so. also like when i'm with my patients too you know because yeah. oftentimes it is hard not to get distracted with all the other stuff you have yeah, going on like sure. managing business and that kind of thing too so um that's something i'm continually striving to get better at i love that yeah. thanks for sharing mm -hmm. you know i i've said this uh, uh, before like my goal is to to get to a point in my career where people call wanting to see me and I can't see them so I have to convince them to see my friend Brandon <laughs> I'm still waiting like, Brandon's telling me it will never happen it probably will never happen but damn it I'm going to try um, no no uh, I think uh, I just actually just started doing some jujitsu. Actually, I changed. Cool. I, so I'm, I'm not doing as much CrossFit in my personal training right now. Uh, it's been like 12 years. I need I need a little something different for right now, um, and and I'm really enjoying that. So I'm thinking I may at some point want to do a jujitsu competition, like like white belt competition. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know anything of what I'm doing. I get mm -hmm. crushed every single day. But uh, I think that that may be my next. You know, at least from a a training standpoint, my next goal would be maybe to do one of those at some point. That's awesome. I love that. And I mean, I just got into CrossFit literally like two months ago. I'm like such a baby at it and yeah. I'm loving it. Mm -hmm. um, but it's so that same kind of thing. What's yeah, what's your goal? your goal? Yeah, wait, hold on. What's you? Yeah. Guys, nobody's ever turned on me before. <laughs> Honestly, biggest personal goal for me right now um, is to land my first job and to yeah. make sure that's it, that it's in a place that's going to 
be what I'm looking for that's going to foster growth, um, that's going to be an environment where I can really care for my patients in the way that you guys do here. That's really something that I'm focused on right now. And yeah. passing the boards. Passing the boards. Minor detail. You're going to crush it. Yeah. yeah. What about fitness goal? You start CrossFit. Yeah. Yeah. Fitness goal, I mean, I, I don't have like objective yeah. metrics yet, but yeah, definitely want to do like some kind of like local comp, compete in the scale division. I attended one at the CrossFit gym I joined in Delaware. Mm-hmm. And that it was all the motivation I needed to continue with the sport. It was yeah. sick. It's like, fun time. So cool, such fun energy, people of all ages, and uh, I totally ate all that up. So that's that is a goal of mine yep, for sure. Good. Might good. be getting coached by uh, Arms by Amy. Get on the Arms by no. Amy program. Arms by Amy, bro. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll find out. Um, but real quick before we wrap up, can you guys just mention where listeners can find you, reach out to you, um, and then I'll do the same. Yeah, so you can you can find uh, me at, at Instagram at bbdpt or our, our podcast Instagram at Better Faster Podcast. And by the way. Make sure you check out all those links to all our sponsors and affiliates and mm-hmm. take advantage of that. Save yourself some money. Make us some money, too. Yeah, along the way, you know, right? casual. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, no, yeah. no hiding that. Josh, it Josh, goes right to our bank. Yeah. Josh got a new truck, so we got to fill it up. Yeah, I, got, I need some. Yeah, the gas bill is expensive. Um, it's, it's new to me. Definitely ain't a new truck. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, you can also follow our gyms and, and, and clinic at Vertex PT and Vertex Strength on, on the gram. Um, and then my personal, I don't post a whole lot. It's a picture of my wife and my dogs, um, but that, that's at Josh Jeffrey 5 and for our listeners, where can they find you? Yeah, where can we're going to find you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank we're you so much. We're going to post this too. Yeah, thank you guys. I'll be sure to throw um, links to your podcast, your socials, whatever, even links to your sponsors and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in mind. Oh, if you still get that. money for that, like, I'll do it. Um, <laughs> you can find me at goalsetmindset underscore JB on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook. A lot of my content gets carried over at goalsetmindset. Yeah. I'm going to be launching a website soon to get, like, some blog stuff going, mm-hmm. a little bit awesome. of content. Very it's not cool. out yet. But, uh that's coming up. It's going to be thegoalsetmindset.com. But nice. it's not up yet, so if you look for it right now, it won't be there. Mm. Um, but, yeah, that's a little bit about me. Guys, cool. this was awesome. Thank you so yeah, much for having me. Having it's, uh, well, it's a big full circle moment for me having this, this on my yeah, right Yeah, we appreciate so, it. It's super yeah. cool. Very Thanks cool. a bunch, guys. Thank All you. Right. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Vertex PT Specialist. One patient per doctor of physical therapy per hour. Guaranteed. The best physical therapy ever. Check us out at vertexpt.com or on the gram at vertexpt.